Mae'r Cherry yw dwsach hymaxio o deisiach le. Mae'n tasio'n dychyn e bai cultur o'r fanyn. Mish Marilyn Crellin. I'm Marilyn Crellin, and I'd like to welcome you to Chaclair as we look at what's happening in the island's cultural life, or some of it at least. In the programme this week, on Chaclair and Keith Shaw, Tasnaiain Roy Trude. There's a thread running through it which links it with something else we were looking at a couple of weeks ago. As Tred Alua, and time enough to look at an exhibition which has just opened in the Manx Museum in Douglas. Tan crunia chindair de kinjak er an edhelusek. Cyrdun leir as i, tre ta an 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 chasla jay an crunia gol stiach as mach solsia na grainia. Tan crunia ciaw blain gol magiat an crian, de chyrdun an mlain. Ach tan crian hiden, Glacier Catrude and Fainid, as Tina and Jacob Hollis Relegach, to Glacier Catrude and Dowen Magethan. Tantunia Fos Bishaka. Hoshach, Smuni Skiendi, Derache, Nesmelia, as Esh de Hoche Kriver Reached. Nyaishen, Nish Tad Smunichten, Develantunia Fos Scala Mach. Ach Sonoanyach, Tashen Tachet Nestavi Nish, Neve Roi. To Shenave Dorley de Higgle, Erinor de Vel Lion Fijigak on, Tanaskin de Tiggle, unsure Eritalu, Achanelad Shielton de Vecui de An and Ella Jayantunia. To Albert Einstein de Maya Enna, son in Shane Sega, for Salshika de Vel and Fainid as in Tre, Kian Rachelia, unsach Nak Vel Cui dan Ach Tashin Tiggle and Tre, unsure Eritalu. We're used to the idea that time passes by at a steady rate, taking us from the present into the future. And that's how things seem to happen for us here on Earth. On a large scale, we look at geology over billions of years, evolution over millions of years, and human history over thousands of years. We use very small fractions of time in sport to determine which runner, which skier, which bobsleigh or Formula One car has gone the fastest. Without John Harrison's marine chronometer, difficulties of long-distance navigation couldn't have been overcome. That's an example of an historic timepiece which was very much a vital working instrument. At the Manx Museum, there's a new exhibition of exceptional timepieces which display exquisite workmanship. So the title of the exhibition is The Luxury of Time. The Luxury of Time is a special display of rare and significant historical timepieces telling the story of an age of innovation in British watch and clockmaking. It features 25 objects from the private collection of Ireland resident Dr John C. Taylor, OBE, engineer, entrepreneur and one of the UK's most prolific inventors and of course the founder of Strix here in the island. People say the most important invention for mankind was the wheel. Um, I think that's untrue. I think the invention which changed mankind most of all was the clock. The wheel is the servant of mankind, but clocks control mankind, and you can't imagine what life was like before you had clocks. Uh, it's everywhere now. It's on your wrist. It's on your telephone. It's on your coffee maker. It's on your television. It's everywhere. 
it's a completely different world. Dr John Taylor, 25 of whose pieces from his personal collection, formed the exhibition The Luxury of Time at the Manx Museum now. The exhibition was developed originally as a collaboration between Dr Taylor and the National Museum of Scotland, where it was curated by Dr Tacey Philipson, the senior curator of science there. The exhibition at the Manx Museum has been curated by Kirsty Neat. The Luxury of Time Ons bulfiche for the other corda noin green. Ons bulella to fermak hip de hula corda vian furid, ne vian fluk, ne regrin de stared nella. Madrinen jilgas minigan. Rare and shack do rona j capital tree j genesis, lurg der adam as our gee jane vess. Higad de rawad roost, as renad fidulligan figach kujak, de kudaka adheden. From the fig leaves of Adam and Eve, clothing has been made from leathers and furs, or even metal if we think of armour as clothing. But very, probably most often, they're made from fabrics or textiles, so the weaver's trade has been very important. But whilst a fabric can be woven to contain pattern, there's also another combination of arts and crafts that can be employed in the form of patterns made with a thread, and that's embroidery. Chair of the Isle of Man branch of the Embroiderers Guild is Marilyn Cullen. Your open day is very aptly named coming up this Saturday. It is, that's why we've called it Love to Stitch Day, because some of the exhibition that's coming from the UK is actually hearts that were prepared last year. There's lots of branches right through the UK and in the Channel Islands as well. Mm. And our branch was set up in 1989. How does the Manx branch then slot into the framework of the Embroiderers Guild as a whole? Uh, well, with the same as any other branch, but obviously there's that stretch of water between us and the UK, which makes uh, it difficult for us to take part in a lot of the uh, things that the Embroiderers Guild offers. Um, but, um, for example, on, they do try and get us involved. So, for example, at our open day that's coming on, on this Saturday, they've actually sent some of the national collection over so that we can put that on display. Oh, oh this is the national collection, and they've got Bucks County Museum in Aylesbury. But it's got some uh, pieces that go quite a long way back, right to the, the early days of, of the Guild. It was set up in 1906. That's right. Just a few years ago, they managed to get a permanent place to, uh, to exhibit all of the works, which obviously is growing year by year. So we're very lucky to actually have that some centre for us to, to put on display this Saturday. Mm. And what about workshops and that sort of thing, obviously, to get people from the Guild to come to the island and give workshops? Yeah, that's right. We, we have a workshop every month on a Saturday. Um, lots of them are done by our 
local source, but uh, for example, two this year we've got from uh, the UK. Uh, one is Nicola Jarvis, who is very well known in the Guild, and she's going to uh, do a workshop based on some of her beautiful bird designs. That's in April. And then in June, we've got a very well known uh, tutor, Sarah Rakestraw, and she's from Golden Hind, and they do gold work using metal thread to embellish designs. Mm. The use of different materials now over the years, obviously thread we think about in embroidery, but yes, as you say, there's the metal threads as well, mm. silver and gold, in fact, have been used. But the Guild seems to have spread its net even wider in recent, more recent years, since about the 1960s. I think so, yeah. I think one thing I should stress is that um, the Embroiderers Guild sounds a bit sort of um, like we're all experts, and we're certainly not. I certainly wasn't when I joined about four or five years ago. I'd just done a bit of cross-stitch, but the whole point of joining is to learn new skills and I hope people aren't put off by thinking that they wouldn't be good enough because that's the whole point of joining is to try and um, spread you know the, the sort of skills that you can uh, do so uh, we don't like to think of ourselves as just embroiderers sort of sitting in a corner doing tablecloths or something we do all sorts of textile crafts and it, it was interesting in the history of the, of the Guild that a large part of it after the First World War was to do with therapy, the therapeutic side. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, we do find it very relaxed. Um, perhaps relaxing is not the wrong word, but certainly uh, very interesting. And um, on top of our monthly workshops as well, a lot of people just want to turn up and chat and sew. So every month as well we have what we call social stitching where we meet in a different venue, usually a cafe, so you can have a nice cup of coffee. And we, that one we try and have it on a different day of the week every month, so it's at least convenient for somebody to, to come every time. So, uh, and they've proved very popular. And often people haven't finished, and I'm absolutely the worst one for finishing things. So if I haven't finished my workshop and lots of others, we can bring those along to social stitching and, and stitch with other people and get help from people who are a bit more ex experts than we are ourselves. Mm. And it's a mixture of arts and crafts, because obviously there's the physical craft work involved with it, but also, of course, they, they produce such exquisite designs as well. That's true. I mean, some of the tutors across, uh, obviously, uh, work on historical things in museums and on television programs. I mean, there's a vast range of expertise out there. Uh, and before I forget, as well, starting at the very basics, we do have a young embroiderers group as well. Mm. Um, and they come on the same day as the adults, so they can actually see what the adults are doing, but they work on their own projects. So... Mm. Uh, so how can people get in touch with the Guild itself, the Max branch of the Embroiderers Guild, and particularly the young embroiderers? Uh, well, all the details of everything is on our blog, which is IOMEG Blogspot, and then we've got a Facebook page as well. And there's various telephone numbers and they can get in touch with us. But it would be good if you could come along to our open day on Saturday, then you can just see what we're doing. There'll be various things that people can try out. Um, and the, as I say, there's the exhibition, there's a sales table, which is usually very popular, and lovely refreshments. Uh, that's from 10 till 4 on the 22nd of February, and we meet at St Andrew's Church, uh, and that's where we have our regular workshops as well. So there's plenty of parking, it's very convenient. We've had one of these open days, last one was two years ago, and, uh, and then this year as well. So we don't have a regular time, it's just uh, you know, when we think that it's right uh, to ha start again. And obviously we did have this, uh, the uh, promise of all of this uh, work from the UK as well this year, so that seemed a good opportunity to not just have it for ourselves, but mm. to let anybody come and see it. Mm. Now, you're in the chair of this, that implies that there's a committee then, so how, how does the committee work then? 
Uh, we usually sort of um, sort out, share out all the jobs between us all. So obviously we've got a secretary and a treasurer, uh, but then usually somebody wants to put, tries to put the programme of monthly workshops together. Somebody keeps uh, an eye on the library as well. So if anybody wants to join, we have a huge, huge library of all sorts of um, textile works, uh, which is obviously available to borrow from any member as well. Mm. Um, and then another uh, member uh, works on trying to get people to come in, uh, to the workshops. Uh, she also organises a charity day. Every July we have a charity day uh, and we have a, a get-together and she organises little packs of things that we can do and we donate money to the charities. So. Do you take part in some of the committees of the Embroiderers Guild as a whole? It's certainly open to us, but obviously there's that stretch of water again, and, and it's whether it clashes. I mean, this year we could have gone to the AGM, but it clashes with when we've got a tutor from across, so obviously we won't be going. Um, but we did actually contact the um, head office at the beginning of last year and said that people were starting to question the value of us being part of members because we have the stretch of water, and they have been very uh, supportive, which is one of the reasons that we've got uh, this embroidery being sent over to us. So they do appreciate that perhaps we can't take up you know, lots of the things that are on offer to us. But um, the, the chair of the Northwest region, um, she came over to the Isle of Man uh, last summer as well. So, uh, so they do try and keep in touch with us and, and get us as involved as is practical. Yeah. Mm. And they do hold an annual exhibition. Does any of the work from here go to take part in that? Yeah, one of our members did have something in the National Exhibition. Um, and also, with, with the Embroidery Guild help as well, we did an exhibition about Milntown, I think that was two years ago, and it was one of the pieces of work that was there that was actually accepted in, in the UK. I was talking to Chris Eastham of Manning Quilters, and of course she yeah. was saying how <laughs> she has a, an enormous stock of, of yeah. materials at her disposal. Mm. Well, that's why we have a sales table, that a lot of people have amassed a huge amount of work over of, of the years, and so there is an opportunity to pick up uh, odds and ends, and also to see new things and to, work, and to be told how to use them as well, because when you look online, there's a huge range of new equipment that most of us don't know how to use it. So uh, that's uh, another beauty of the workshops, is that you have somebody who actually explain how to get the best out of all of these things. Mm -hmm. And of course we've got lots of local shops who as well are very good and give you advice. Because obviously it's a small island, so lots of people are, are members of every sort of group, sewing group on the island. So, uh, and lots of the quilters do come to our um, workshops and vice versa as well. So we do try and keep in touch with everybody. And of course there's the lace makers as well. Mm. So yeah, there's so much to do on the Isle of Man, isn't there? But it's very difficult to try and get together to, do, to, uh, to you know, produce, read these really large works. But we did do Marion's Cloak, which has been on a display in the museum as well. That was done in Millennium Year. And I think it was the WI that did the big tapestry that's held in Tinwald. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But there is a talk at the moment of um, getting together with some of the other Celtic nations as well mm -hmm. and producing a work that would be, then we could, could go around all of the regions. But that's in its very early stages. But that might be interesting. Mm, certainly would be. <coughs> My order, thank you. Chair of the Isle of Man branch of the Embroiderers Guild, Marilyn Cullen. And that open day, Love to Stitch, is at St Andrews on Glencrutchery Road in Douglas this Saturday, the 22nd of February. 
Because of the time it takes to produce their pieces, Manning quilters only hold an exhibition every second year. This year, in addition to other work, they produced a special additional exhibition to celebrate the UNESCO Biosphere Isle of Man status. From Monday the 24th of February, that exhibition can be seen in the Jerby Health and Community Centre. At the official opening by the Chief Minister Howard Quayle, we heard some descriptions of the exhibition, including by Chair of Manning Quilters, Chris Eastham. It's, it's incredibly impressive, isn't it? As a Manxman, it's there's lovely to see all the... I, mean, I used to have a few hundred Lockton sheep many years ago, and it's nice to see you've got them scattered around because they used to get out all the time because they, they were very hedgy. But um, our UNESCO biosphere status celebrates all that we hold dear in the island, our green hills by the sea, our diverse nature and wildlife, our rich heritage our abundant culture which has shaped the way we live in the past and continues to do so today. And not least, our strong sense of community and desire to work together to keep the island special. Now this delightful project by Man and Quilters brings together all the strands of our biosphere. Man and Quilters celebrates its 30th anniversary this year it was established, I'm told, when a night class school run by Thelma Davidson decided to carry on with patchwork and quilting. And today there are talented members from all around the island. Now several times a week, I'm told, they enjoy companionship while being creative. And they use traditional skills to create beautiful works of art, like we hear, like we see today. And they embody the community spirit that makes the Isle of Man so different from other places. The wall hanging project came about after the quilters received a talk from our project officer who explained the importance of celebrating our biosphere status in creative ways. Members decided to depict life in the six sheedings of the Isle of Man and divided into groups to create them. The ladies chose their favourite sheeding, maybe where they grew up or where they live and work. Each group started out with a rough outline of sky, hills, fields, beach and sea, plus some fabric, and built from there in a project that took over a year. And there's an underlining theme of dolphins, etc., through most of them, I see, other than Kurt Michael. From our industrial heritage to our natural beauty, from our farming, fishing industries, to more modern aspects of our island, like beach buddies, the hangings depict life in our biosphere in all its shades. I'm advised that the hard part was deciding what to live out, or leave out, I should say. Certainly the more you study the wall hangings, the more you realise that they embody life on our beloved island. And they really are, the more and more you look at them, you, you see um, 
so many parts of your life and areas that you've visited. And I'm sure that you will all agree with me that the wall hangings are works of art and will be treasured by the island for many generations to come. When Joe first came down to talk to us about doing something to recognise the, the island's biosphere status, we thought, yes, we can do something small and simple with sky, hills, fields, shore and sea. That'll be fine. We all then suggested everything we could put in. And with lists and lists, and after all the things we included, we realised that one hanging would be completely unrealistic. In fact, one of the hangings would probably have taken the whole back wall. Parishes were then mentioned, but 17 were a bit too many to do. So we came with the six sheetings, and of course, a map to show where on the island they are. Small groups then took a sheeting, maybe where they grew up or where they live now, and so the work began with a rough outline of sky, hills, fields, shore and sea, with fabric for each section. Oops. The hangings soon took a life of their own and went in completely different directions. And after about a thousand woman hours, they evolved into the wonderful hangings you see here, showcasing the amazing and varied talents of our members. I think we even surprised ourselves at some, <laughs> the things we actually did. So we've got Air looking up over the northern plain towards Snowfell, Michael with the sunrise showing the serenity of the beach and the walking on Radnafollen and coastal erosion, Garth shows the tourism aspect, Glenfarber with the wild, uh, wide diversity of culture and history we experience, Middle with the dark skies contrasting with the bustle of the capital. And then Russian, from steam trains to beach buddies to bats to locktons. There's applique, free machining, hand sewing, machine and hand embroidery, fabric painting, and embellishments such as beads, shells, buttons, lichens and stones, all put on a variety of fabric, including Manx tweed to show the various textures. They're all so different, but are linked with the blue laxy tartan for lettering, and they have the same binding as well. Well, it wouldn't be a man and quilters event without our resident poem, Di Benson, writing a little poem. So over to you, Di. Thanks, Chris. For those of you who don't know, um, I am actually a performance poet, so when I'm not sewing, I'm writing. And um, as she said, I don't let the occasion go past without writing a poem. So this is called The Biosphere Quilts. UNESCO Isle of Man had a great idea. Why not make a quilt to represent our biosphere? We would ask at Manning Quilters, did we think it could be done? And our chairman, with enthusiasm, thought this could be fun. <laughs> we would split them into sheedings to represent the aisle. Some had to look these up. School days had been a while. We were given our instructions and this is what it said. Just go with the flow, you will need to use your head. Material and backing were the next things we received. Groups were formed together so the quilts could be achieved. Weeks of thoughts and ideas passed around the room and many of us dreaded it, filling us with doom. Slowly, quilters started. Each week our work progressed. Each time that we revealed them, everyone was quite impressed. 
So now they are completed and here for all to see. We are very proud of them and we hope that you agree. Our quilts will hopefully be seen for years and years, made with lots of love and not too many tears. Please take your time to study all the work that has been done. And now we can admit it, it actually was quite fun. Thank you. <laughs> An overview of the Man and Quilters exhibition to celebrate UNESCO Biosphere Isle of Man. That exhibition can now be seen from this coming Monday the 24th of February in the Jerby Health and Community Centre. That's it from Shaklair this week. So from me, Boom, Marilyn Crellin, Sledden You, 